Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, listener. On my right wing is Neil, on my left wing is Tom, and I'm your false nine, Nick, and you are listening to the Come On Red Men podcast. In fairness this week, you're playing on the left wing, and I'm playing in the center, and Tom's on the right wing. That's quite Neither a of you would be a false nine anyway. <laughs> I would be a false nine. You're too tall. You'll be a goalkeeper. Or the or, post. Or, or a center back. Or the you post, the goal. Back. Can I just be in the bar? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Eating your pies. Yeah, like a pie. So in a couple of hours, we're going to be watching Toulouse, but other than that, how's your week been? Hey, no one made the joke. Woo, we got one week in. Mm, yeah. Well, we'll be trying to win, but... <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, how was the week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was pretty good. That's good. That's good. Tom, how you doing? Doing all right. Looking for a win tonight. Looking for a win at the weekend. Well, you know what I'm not looking at for? freaking hate looking at this table well i guess that's the uh, the spoiler for our first segment here it's better than last week's table of seeing spurs at the top yes that's very true no it's not the universe is starting to even itself out uh so at the top city reigns supreme uh no they don't reign supreme no they don't they're just perched there temporarily first so they're just the teetering they're teetering (laughs) they're one point off the Second place. Which only puts us three points behind them. Exactly. So that's cool. They're not a... Mm. All right. So Man City's at the top. What do we think? They're not the Man City of prior years, but they've also got De Bruyne out injured and coming back in January. Um, all of these other teams should have been building a lead right now if they wanted to um, overcome City. I I agree 100%. Yeah, this was the opportunity to really put some ground between the other top teams in City and no one's doing that right now. Yeah, for Liverpool, you know, only seven wins and four non-wins. And and I know I just bastardizes the stat deliberately there, but that's what it comes <laughs> down to, four yeah. non-wins and seven wins. Yeah, 100%. And, well, I won't get into the Spurs thing, but we'll just <laughs> it is leave what it, it is. at that. Thank you, well done. Uh, well Tottenham. Done. Therapy's working well for you, Nick? It's starting to. <laughs> It's going to be a long journey. It's a marathon, not a sprint. All he sees is cockerels. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you finished that word. <laughs> anyway. You're such a dick. Enzian. <laughs> <laughs> Tottenham are in second and probably likely going to be dropping fast with everything that happened on Monday. It uh, seems like a dream to you. A dream? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They finally got what they deserved. Um I don't know. We don't have any official injury updates on some of those players from Monday, but uh, it's not looking good for Tottenham. If our predictions were correct, correct about them and we see that a few key injuries end up putting them where we think they really should lie without those players. They're going to drop like a stone. Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I don't even know because I was looking at their squad depth a few weeks ago at one point when we were talking about them every week saying like, oh, one injury. I really don't even know who's going to fill in for like Madison. Yeah, yeah, Madison was probably until now the best signing of the the summer. Mm -hmm. He was the most effective signing, I think. Maybe Sabaslai for Liverpool. Yeah, he had a Harry Kane for Bayern. If we're counting, well, that that has to be the best signing. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but very different. It's not Messi for Inter Miami. (laughs) He's the captain of the MLS. It goes without saying. (laughs) 
Arsenal. What do we think of Arsenal? I think I, I feel like I say this every week, and I still don't know. They lost that controversial game to Newcastle, which we had all kind of decided wasn't really all that controversial. Nope. It was just a lot of uh, talk. inconsistency. A lot of inconsistency, a lot of talk, but ultimately, I didn't think the game should have gone a different way. Uh, they're still tied with us, despite that. So they're still up there at the top, but. I don't know. They, I don't. I'm not like afraid of them quite the way I was last year. I know they're still going to be a tough draw when we when we play them. But Kai Havertz, does that scare you? Not in the least. Like, exactly. A bit like a marshmallow. <laughs> Very bony marshmallow. Oh my gosh! No, no, no. He scares me like a marshmallow scares me. Ah, got it. <laughs> it's got a. But weird... then, but then you say that, and you, the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man was huge. Yeah, he was scary. He looked really delicious. Just a lot of marshmallow. But that's not what Kai Havis looks like. No, he's and, got a uh, weird but, face. But he's not scary. He should have got a red card. He's got a weird face, and he should have gotten a red card. I agree. Um, shoulda, woulda, coulda. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. In the words of Neil, let the referees ref the game. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. Aston Villa lost a weird game to Forrest over the weekend. Yeah, Ollie Watkins had an off day and some of the creative players there had a bit of an off day. A little bit like we had an off day, to be honest, against Luton. Um, Forrest played well, took the chances. Mm-hmm. Luton played well against us, took the chances, but we scraped a point and um, Villa didn't. Okay. The Tricky Trees snuck one off. Uh, Newcastle, some people believe, stole one against Arsenal again we're not really on that side of the ball they're coming up the table Nick well, they're climbing I still don't think that they're top four material but I said that last year too I know Newcastle Liverpool City and I have United in the top four <laughs> I'll, uh, which is you know we'll come into them in a minute but um, that's the one I think I'm hopelessly wrong on which one the Newcastle or the, yeah, United? the United one yeah <laughs> Brighton are struggling. We kind of talked about that earlier this week. Um, They're tied to the same stone that um, that Tottenham are tied to. (laughs) Yeah. Three draws and two losses in their last five. I guess they're not quite the uh, Cinderella story we thought they might be. Um, Too many games, not enough depth. Disruptions to losing players like Casado and others. Yeah. Yeah. McAllister. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Who played well in the number eight role for for Brighton. Uh, he could be playing well in a number eight role for Liverpool if we'd let him play there. Yeah, that would be nice. Uh, United, our best friends sitting in eighth place. For as woeful as they are and have played, I mean, this is a team that sucks and... They're the Jets. Uh, that They've won six and lost five. Yeah, but they... Isn't that the Jets season every year? Look at that. I brought in no, NFL they're not that it. good. No, they're not. <laughs> The, no, they're not. <laughs> but as a team that sucks and as a pl- bunch of individuals that aren't really up to the quality, they're in eighth. They, are, I yeah. think they're overachieving. Their table position is way better than their performance. I mean, their goal difference is negative four, but they're... So at the... Who do they play? Um, Fulham. There was a banner in the Man United end. Play like you mean it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that they know how. They're just they're mm-hmm. not playing well. I, I just this, nothing's good enough about them. But they're in eighth. Yeah. yeah. Well, they've got a lot of That's talent, table, with no mate. system. So here's here's kind of a, the overlying thing that I wanted to get to on on this week's table talk is is this 
arguably one of the worst 20 premiership teams that we've seen in a very long time. It seems like the lower half of the table are for the most oh, I thought part. Is Man United one of the worst teams no, we've no, seen no, no, for a while? No, no but to, to your yes. point, the fact that they're, they're sitting eighth, I mean, the lower half of the table is absolutely atrocious. They are awful. I mean, I, we're going to get to the bottom of the table in a minute, but I think United would be lower if this was a different year where some of the quality in the lower mid table oh, was a I little better. Oh, I see what better. you're saying. You're Does saying, that make sense? You're saying if this was maybe like a couple of years ago where we had like um, a better South, uh, Crystal Palace and a better um, Brentford, yeah, yeah, they would have lost maybe a 2-0 a or whatever else and they would be down the pecking order a yeah, little bit more. Yeah, like West Ham and that kind of stuff. Yeah. If, the, if the bottom half of the table was, was a better quality, because right now... There are teams that are going to end up staying up this year that really probably aren't playing to the level of a team that would play, that would stay up. There's just so much bad at the bottom. Yeah, and I can really go into depth with that about how if you look at this table, you're basically cutting it off at midpoint and going, hey, these 10 clubs have money. These 10 clubs don't have money for the Premier League. But then you start going down into the championship. These 10 clubs have money for the championship. These 10 clubs don't. Right. And you keep going down and you keep going down until you get to the National League. Right. Where there's no money. Right. Exactly. Unless um, you're Wrexham. Which would. Yeah. But again, they had to be bought out and lots of money yeah. invested into that properly to bring them back to where they used to be in the yeah. Welsh League. Now, they were a very respectable club when no, they no, no, and I played know, a lot of European games. No, I'm just saying that for listeners that may not know that. Got it. Uh, West Ham is another one of those teams that probably should be in the top 10, but are horribly underperforming this year. Or maybe this is just who they are now. But, I mean, my point is that a no, lot of No, I think they're better teams, than that. You think so? Yeah, West, West Ham are top 10. Okay, well, they currently sit 12th on the back of three straight losses. Um, they do have good players in the team. Jared Bowen's a phenomenal winger. Um, That's who you called out? Huh? Well, I was going to get to James Ward-Prowse. There we <laughs> are. Yeah, of course. I mean, he's my favorite player that doesn't wear a Liverpool shirt. Um, I thought that was Coutinho. I don't know who else. Ugh. I don't even... I can't off the top of my head think of other West Ham players, but I agree it's weird to see them sitting 12th on three losses. Suchek. Oh, Suchek, yeah. Cresswell, Zuma. Yeah, they've got... Cat kicker. They've Sorry, did I say that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Wolves is another team that I think is playing below their talent level in the team. Um, and I know I was... They paid for it though with Neto out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's... that's Gave it. Sheffield United their first victory. Do, have we? Yeah, they did. Um, do we have an injury update on Neto? How long is he going to be gone for? Has anyone heard? No. I didn't look, admittedly. No, I think it's a long time. Yeah, yeah. It looked pretty bad. Can I just take one step back? Uh, West Ham, they are struggling also in the... Conference, yeah. Europa Conference. Europa, yeah. Are they in the conference? Or the yeah, no, they're, no, they're in Europe oh, League. Oh, no, because they, won, the, yeah. they yeah. won it, so they're in Europa League. Yeah. Um, yeah, they're struggling all the way across the board. They're, yeah, lose to Everton, lost to... Olympiacos, yeah, Villa. You go back, like, and it's weird. I feel like the talent in the team is probably at least on par, if not a little bit better. I they were fighting relegation last year, but we had all kind of said it's because they had too many games in the Europa League and mm -hmm. really focused on that. It seemed, but the year before that, I think they were in the top ten. Um, and some of us at the well, beginning, they had to be in the top seven to get into the Europa. Oh, true. Yeah, 
Well, Good no, they point. won it. So they should have got into the Champions League. So I'm guessing they didn't qualify for a league place and then they got relegated down to the Europa because they would have had to qualify from winning Europa. You don't go in automatically into the group stages. Tom, they won the Europa Conference, which got them oh, to the Europa League. Sorry, I thought yeah. they won the Europa League. Yeah. My bad. But that, to your point, that mm. puts them in the top 10. Yeah. So they played really well. They struggled last year and were battling relegation. And, and now we're going to see them. I mean, if, if we didn't have so much bad beneath them, they'd be probably in the same spot. Forest, I mean, honestly, Forest sitting 13th doesn't surprise me. I, I, don't, I don't think that uh, they're really better than that, but I also don't think they're, the, they're worse than that either. I think they're going to slowly climb the table and sit middle for a while. I see in in this lot here. So you've got thirteenth Forest, Wolves fourteenth, mm-hmm. Fulham fifteenth, Everton sixteenth, Luton seventeenth, Bournemouth eighteenth, Burnley nineteenth, Sheffield United twentieth. Of that, I think Everton is the to me the pick uh, of that bunch. Um, I could see them getting as high as thirteenth. I, I know you guys disagree with me. Uh, no, not after what I saw this week. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. Um, Luton will be lucky to stay in seventeenth. That's probably the position they. Obviously, desire. Uh, clearly, they desire higher, but <laughs> they'll be really happy if they avoid uh, relegation. Meanwhile, we have Bournemouth, Burnley, and Sheffield all looking like almost surefire things to go down. Unless Bournemouth can to, do something, they're going down. I'm finally starting to. Um, my feelings on Burnley are finally starting to wane. I'm oh, not yeah. sure that. Uh, I always thought the company would figure it out. Do you but think he doesn't seem to figure it out? If they, I, they I, don't perform better. I, no, I don't think so. I think honestly, if they don't start getting, they're going to have to fire him. It depends if um, teams like Luton aren't going to um, get rid of their manager because they're basically playing for next year. Take the parachute payment, come back even stronger. Yeah, Burnley are they in a similar situation that it's okay if they go down, but they uh, you know because they're looking for it to come straight back up, but stronger the next time. I don't know. Uh, they just don't look like... I. What, what are they going to do that's going to really make them stronger? Nothing about what they're playing right now is working at all. It's not like they have a strength that they can go, well, we just have to fix this hole and this hole and maybe we'll be able to sit mid-table next time yeah, we come just, up. They're just generally not good enough all over and not yeah. good enough... Yeah, so... Yeah, um, yeah main, I was just thinking of changing my answer to your question. <laughs> do it <laughs> Because do I think company's going to get fired? If I look at this table and say which manager at most at risk, it's got to be company and Ten Hag. Yeah, I would agree. Because I don't think Sheffield or Luton are in any kind of delusion that the manager is going to make the difference here. No. I'm yeah. going to say Hodgins for Palace also, simply because of history. They always get rid of him, replace him, then get bring him back. <laughs> well, Palace are in 11, so all is right in the world. I mean, that's... That's their spot. That's the Crystal Crystal Palace spot, sitting 11th. Poch's 4-1 victory over Tottenham is going to keep him safe for a while. I think he's And they looked anyway. pretty good. Chelsea looked... A little bit more organized, well, you say? They looked pretty good, but that was against 9 and 10 men. I was going to say. <laughs> I mean, even Spurs couldn't score against 9 men. So that tells you who's <laughs> the better side there. Um, yeah, and Sheffield, they, you know, they are what they are. Sorry, but they did. What? Score against yeah. nine men. Who? It's Spurs. No, they didn't. How do you think they Matip won? scored against oh, them? Oh, gosh. You idiots. Jeez. Um, 
Yeah. Wow, that's a really thin hair you just split. <laughs> Goddamn right it is. <laughs> uh, yeah, any other thoughts on the table? Any teams that surprise you? Any teams that you're kind of hoping do better? It's starting to shape up. It really is. Like, going forward, the bottom 13 are probably going to be the bottom 13. Uh, Everton are probably going to be the ones that do move up the most. Yeah. I don't know. Fulham, I could see maybe getting up a couple of spots. I, I did, Yeah, I see these teams just trading places with each other. Yeah, yeah that's pretty much what's going Everton's going to be dependent on a Calvert-Lewin staying fit because they can't bring anybody in in January. So. Mm. Very true. And then the oh, well, top- actually, and financial fair play could see them go down anyway. That's also true. We kind of forgot about that. Huh? Oh, yeah. there's my word again. Inconsistency. <laughs> well, yes. So well, I mean, City's going this down. This is not too, a right? refereeing either. <laughs> no, no. Luckily, this is the preview episode. We don't have to talk about referees. <laughs> they haven't hit um, Everton with the negative twelve yet. So, yeah. but yeah. no, City aren't going to get anything. No, of they never not. will. And probably the top six. They had a very big playing. brown envelope. They're, they're going to end up doing the same thing at the top six as the bottom six, just trading places and. Really, the top three should be solidified by Christmas, and then it's just a matter of who can survive. Um, all right. Any other thoughts, or should we take a break? I want to see how big the stone is connected to Spurs. <laughs> all right. Let's take a break. Welcome back, listener. Before we talk about uh liverpool and brentford who play at anfield this coming weekend uh i want to first talk about the player availability report and i say that and not injury report because our man alexis McAllister, everyone's new favorite signing is facing a one game suspension for an accumulation of five yellow cards what is the window for the five does does anyone know off the top of their head first 12 games like it was first 12 okay so he just missed it mm-hmm. this will be match week 12 coming up um so he's he he won't be available for brentford he will be available midweek for toulouse so he's likely to play there andrew robertson is going to be out for a long time with his shoulder injury i read somewhere they're they're talking end of november i don't see that happening probably sometime in january after the christmas break Tiago Alcantara has passed on to another plane of existence, and Stefan Bacitek is expected to return soon. It literally said soon. So I'm thinking within a week or two, he'll be in the squad, and maybe a couple more weeks after that, we'll see him start playing. However, I don't know that there's a position for him, in uh, at least in the starting 11. So I'm very curious to see what they do with him going forward. I'm curious to see what he looks like now. We haven't seen him in right an age. For how good he looked when he first came on, I, I'm I'm hoping we don't have another like Joe Gomez. Situation. Comes out like Adam Torore. No, I always used to think he looked a bit like Pierre Luigi Goliana, the um, the referee who looked like Skeletor. Oh my gosh, and, um, <laughs> I know you remember now. And um, he was the like best Thomas referee. Tuchel. <laughs> yeah, he was the best referee. He was. Yeah, he uh, didn't fail, and he never had inconsistency. There I can agree go. with all that. My point is that he was kind of skeletal looking, and that's oh, yeah. I think um, Tiago's going to have wasted away to nothing. You guys are thinking he's going to have bloomed, but no, I think he's going to be a, um, a, no, a frail old man by the time wait, he comes Tiago back. Wait, Tiago or Bacitek? Tiago, sorry. Did I say Bacitek then? No, yeah, we, we were, were talking about, about Bacitek. Oh, sorry. I thought we were talking about you, Tiago. Tiago will come out with a cane. I can see that. Tiago doesn't exist. <laughs> he's, 
he's not real. So he has withered away to nothing. <laughs> yes. Literally. Yes. Sorry yes. about that, guys. They've actually planted him under a tree. Of existence. <laughs> His sorry, hip sorry. is still on the bench, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, Batch Attack, uh, he's, his return date is very soon. I don't know if he's in training or not. Um, and I would assume we'll start seeing him soon. But back to what I was... That's uh, definitely not how you spell Batch Attack, by the way, just on your notes. No, that's, no, it's not. That's Baker joint. See, this is the thing. You guys got to read the agenda because I put cheeky little things in throughout the whole thing. I put little jokes and stuff to, to see if you guys pick up on it. Oh, the joke is you can't spell? No, it's because he's got a weird name. <laughs> so I, I didn't look it up. I just typed a bunch of letters. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this weekend, 9 a.m. at Anfield, Liverpool take on Brentford. Um, now... If you look at our Come On Redman Cup, Tom and I think Brentford are the best team in the league. Yes, you guys do. Well, <laughs> actually, we think Liverpool is. I think they, they currently sit ninth, which I think is, according to the stats, pretty fair, believe it or not. When I was doing the uh, studying for this match, just about all of their stats across the league sit somewhere between eighth and twelfth. So right where they are right now makes a lot of sense. Mm -hmm. They're pretty Strong mid-table attacking team. Um, they yeah. have Ivan Tony out suspended. Red yes. card. <clears throat> Baptiste is out with a shoulder injury. Yep. Uh, does he pronounce it Henri or Henry? Rico Henry. Sure. Uh, knee injury. He won't be back until next season, I don't think. Um, yeah, then they have like one, two, three, four, five other players, including Aaron Hickey, who um, is a young little Irish prospect. No, Scottish prospect, sorry. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they have a, quite a few players out. Yeah, but they have Neil Maupai, who's the <laughs> greatest of all time. Another guy who came through Brighton and uh, went from from good to shit. Yes, <laughs> like McAllister. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! Uh, yeah, they've they've got some quality players. They've got Norgard, who's been good for a long time. Um, was he with them when they were in the championship a couple of years ago? I don't, pay, I don't pay enough attention to the... Yeah, I mean, either. Um, I think this is their f third year up. They won the championship playoff in 2020, 2021. Yeah, I think it's the third year. You're right. Yeah. Felt, feels wow. a bit longer, actually. I was going to say the same thing. I feel like they've been up for a long time. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they Thomas Frank's a good manager, yes, I yes. think. Mm -hmm. Brentford for... Oh, very well-run football club. Yes. They've done everything right, you know... Um, they haven't spent too much in the um, in the heady days. Right. They've just built. I think they've built their facilities. Great managers. We've said just they're just the exact opposite, the antithesis of Manchester United. They where United turns a lot of money into a pile of shit. <laughs> Brentfield, Brentford, Brentfield, Brentfield. <laughs> what are they? A baseball team? <laughs> Brentford have uh, have taken their meager resources and used them to the absolute maximum potential. Yeah. They and they got screwed with, uh, with the Ivan Tony situation. I know, but again, good planning. They had Wissa, um, is it? Is it Wissa? Yeah, Wissa. Wissa. Yeah, and um, good player. And Bueno. From and so it's um, the Dior Congo. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. But they, um, but they, they've just they've got some, they've got some constituent parts, and they haven't been affected by the loss of a, the talismanic uh, Ivan Tony. Yeah. Yeah, and they do everything that we've talked about other clubs like Everton, for example, that just way overspend to try to yep. really challenge mm -hmm. for the top. They never did any of that. They, Like you said, they did everything right. 
They went from they finished 13th their first year in the Premier Premier League. They finished 9th last year. They're sitting 9th now. I mean, and they do play a really enjoyable brand of football. Yeah, exactly. And, and they do beat the shit out of every team that comes to see them. Like they do give it a go and they beat a they few beat of the big year. 6. I was going to say they beat a few of the big 6 last year. Uh, did they I'm just going to go and change my score prediction for the <laughs> game? <laughs> uh I remember because, funny little story, Neil and I went and got your bar billiards table Indeed, in a weird little town up in upstate New York and then watched the game at your house when we got back. And it was arguably the most tired and disappointed I've ever been <laughs> in one sitting in my life. It was horrible. And we were talking the whole way home about how th- these are the reasons why Liverpool should probably beat Brentford because Liverpool were struggling at the time. But we were like, no, nah, this is this is going to be the game that turns it around. We were, we were very optimistic. Yeah, yeah. Cautiously optimistic and then wholly disappointed. Um, but Brentford are still, they're, they're weird. So their last five are, they drew against Forest, they lost to United, they won against Burnley, they won against Chelsea, and then they won against West Ham. So... It surprised me to see that they lost to United. That was the game where um, McTominay scored those two two goals at mm-hmm. the end there. Um, so that was kind of an outlier, but they really held them off for most of that game. That was a really good game. Mm-hmm. Um, um, number 19 uh, for uh, Brentford, Mboyemo? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yeah, the, the winger. Yeah. Um, he had a blinder the weekend, I thought. Yeah. He had a decent game. And you mentioned Wissa earlier. Um, between them, they have nine goals and three, three assists. assists. Yeah, They're doing pretty well for someone that's in the shadow of Ivan Tony. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things where you have these two players playing well together. Mm-hmm. Whereas, would you have that same goal contribution if the ball was being played through Ivan Tony? You know, would he have those same numbers the mm-hmm. way they were playing before? I mean, probably because like we're saying, Brentford's a well-run club with a lot of really good players and they're very well managed by Thomas Frank. Um, but you know he, he, this is only his second club. You know that, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, he coached in Denmark once yeah, upon Brunby. a time. Yeah, yeah. Which is a, quite a big club in Denmark. Well, he's been with Brentford for like eight years yeah. now. He, he's been with them for a long time. He started as an assistant coach and then kind of worked his way up. I mean, he's been with them their entire climb. Mm-hmm. Up, uh, they have spent a lot You're of time he's in consistent? the lower leagues. He's very consistent, indeed. They've spent a lot of time in the lower leagues. It was only recently. I don't think they've been in the top flight since the '60s, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe they they were up there as as recently as the '70s. Brentford, yeah, forty. I think it was forty-seven years since they were in the top flight. Wasn't yeah, it? it's been so, a long, long time. So. And they went all the way down to like fourth yeah. level or something mm-hmm. yes, like that. And they spent a lot of time down there too. Um, as an interesting aside about Brentford, and I only realized this recently watching um, Sunderland Till I Die, which I think is 2016 or 17 that was filmed. I, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but Brentford were down there. Um, I forget which league it was against league, Sunderland. That's League One, Sunderland. Was it League yeah. One? No, but I think they were in the championship at the time. This was oh. before they got relegated. And Brentford were there on mm. their, their kind of steady on climb On their journey up. up. Yeah. Yeah, and if you look at it, I found a table while I was doing some reading about them, and it really is. It was like every year they climbed just a little bit higher, like one place at a time, literally into last year where they finished ninth. 
So yeah, you're right. They were fifth, ninth, tenth, ninth, eleventh, through third, and then promoted. Yeah, yeah. And the the year before they got promoted, they actually lost in the final to I forget who. Starting a blank. It doesn't matter. Anyway, um, so yeah, really interesting club. A lot of history in there. Um, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to say about Brentford there, Neil? I don't think so. Okay. Um, Tom, I mean, how... Hold on, I do have one thing. Who's yeah. their keeper these days after they lost Rhea? Oh, that's a good question. I don't remember off the top of my head. Maybe no. Tom can pull that up. Um, I just had it there a second ago. I was actually going to talk about Onyenka first, uh, their center midfielder, and Jensen, also a center midfielder. Ugh, I hate Jensen. <clears throat> he's a shithouse. Yeah. Um, all the way from uh, Spain, isn't he? No, he's Danish, actually. Uh, my bad. Yeah. Jensen. He looks like a Dane. He looks like a Dane. Uh, you mean he looks like a Viking? Um, yeah. I, we need to be able to break them down. Uh, Flecken, I think, is their goalkeeper. Oh, Flecken, yeah. Flecken. And they also have the Albanian number one that I'm not even going to try to pronounce. Albanian number one. So they have uh, 26 saves, but they also have like a really low goals like conceded too. So what I get is a team that hasn't given up a lot of goals but has a very few amount of saves means they got a pretty strong defense. So this is where the key to victory for Liverpool is going to be tough to find because if they've got a strong defense, we got to hope that they attack and we can hit them on the That's counter. That's what I'm hoping. And but will they at Anfield? Or do they come looking for just a whole firm? I don't know. Park the bus? It's not their style. No, Thomas they're, Frank's just they're, they're not going to park the bus. Uh, Jorgensen and Rothslev are the two guys and Ayer from Norway. Wow, he really loves his... I mean, we don't have to read their whole roster. But I, no, I'm just saying, they're, they're going to probably be their main guys because Henry's out injured. This is on defense. You yeah, yeah. Yeah. Whoever it is... Nathan Collins from Ireland, he's not great. Who, whoever it is that, that they've got playing in defense against us is probably... I mean, again, just judging by the underlying Pinnock numbers, as well. they seem like they're really, really strong defensively and their keeper doesn't seem to get tested a lot. It looks to me like they win the ball back in their own third and capitalize on it because they've got 19 goals on the season, if I'm not mistaken. And that's that's pretty high at this point. I think City's leading with 20-something. So they're not, they're not a weak team. They may be a little bit better than ninth place even. I'm going to go as far as to say. So you, They're a banana skin mid-table team. 100%. Yeah. I, I, I don't even know. I would say they could even be better than that. Um and they're, it's not going to be an easy victory for Liverpool, for sure. They're going to have to stay on their toes the entire match. But Liverpool usually elevate against better talent. We're not going to see them sit in and get banana skinned by Luton you against said, Brentford. You said that before the Luton game. I know. I know. But <laughs> Brentford are a better team. So, again, Liverpool. I'm hoping Brentford's a better team. So, therefore, there'll be more space, bigger pitch to you comments from last time <laughs> yeah. um, more spaces and I think Liverpool can exploit the spaces yeah I think so too and uh, again I think I, I have a funny feeling we're going to be playing off the counter I think it's going to be back and forth and I think Liverpool is going to do a good job of uh, those balls that get lost by Brentford and our third are going to be the ones that are going to be the key to victory for us to be honest I think a lot's going to depend on the first goal if Liverpool concede the first goal I think there's going to be some nervousness but if Liverpool score the first goal, I can see us getting a few. That's a fair point. Mm. That's a fair point. And you know what? We've done better about not conceding first this season. So let's hope you're right. 
we conceded first to Luton. Late like, in the game. Yeah, but we're still... Yeah, anyway, different um, I do worry about them. Like you're saying, Brentford could be a hiccup and we could lose like 2-1 kind of hiccup. Yeah. That's, that's where my mind goes when I think of Brentford because they come in to, you know, fuck you up basically. Well, on that, who do we have for... Uh, who are we picking for our starting 11? Neil, why don't you lead us off? Give us your uh, keeper and your back four. Yeah, so it's pretty standard stuff. So Ali, TAA, Kanate, VVD. And I went with Gomez again. I thought he did well at left back. So um, I'm going to keep him in, which will, um, you know, if we give our lineups for uh, to lose later on, or are we doing that now simultaneously? We'll do it later on. Yeah, yeah let's do so, so I've got Gomez in um, for, the, for the game at the weekend. Okay. Tom, who's your keeper and back four? Same four. Same okay. five, actually, sir. All right, I'm going to switch it up. I've got Ali, Gomez, Kanate, Verge, and Simi, because I've got Zobo, Trent, and Gravenberch in our midfield. Ooh. So wh- who do you guys have for the mid? Gravenberch, Zoboslai, and Jones. I have Gravenberch, Zoboslai, and Jones, too. So I've got Jones coming in off the bench, probably for Gravenberch at some point. Um, cause so your midfield Jones. starters? Huh? Who are your midfield starters then? Gravenberch, Trent, and Zobo. Oh, Trent, that's right. Yeah, yeah I got Trent, Trent in number six. Yeah, yeah, I snuck it in there. Um, but I definitely have Jones coming in, in in off the bench. Let's get him a game or two in the top of the the, the English pyramid before we start starting him, in my opinion, is all. And then forwards, Tom, why don't you take it? Salah, Gakpo, and Diaz. Oh. And I have Salah, Gakpo, and Diaz. So yeah. uh, Tom and I have exactly the same teams. I have Salah, Gakpo, and Nunez. I can't even see your words. Salah, Gakpo, and Nunez. I'm full sure oh, that's Nunez on the left wing. And, uh, I've been, I've been yeah. screaming it for long enough. Yeah. By the way, that, that amazing windy goal that he had against Bournemouth last week. From he, the left. He came in from yeah. the left. Yeah. yeah. You'll, you'll find most of his goals come from him cutting in on the that's left. That's because he's... Uh, Left winger, not a center forward. Oh, interesting thought you got there. Like I said in the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, um, let's take a quick break and we'll look at the rest of the, the fixtures for the weekend. Welcome back, listener. Neil, it's time for everyone's favorite portion of our show. What, the end? (laughs) What is this, the Muppets? (laughs) You're a Muppet. I've been called that before. (laughs) I'm sure you have. Shut up, you Muppet. (laughs) Not quite Mupp, not quite a puppet. (laughs) (laughs) Let's do, uh, give us a cup date on the Come On Red Men Cup. Well, I'm going to start with a bit of a riddle for you. So what if Manchester City, Tottenham Hotspur, Nick... And Tom got in common. We're all shit. I need the first We're all top two of the again. table. Manchester City, mm-hmm. Tottenham Hotspur, mm-hmm. Tom and Nick. We have never won the Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want to hear you start singing for it either. No, you none all, of whiskey you, in the world. All of them got absolutely thumped this week in their respective competitions. Tonked, obliterated, destroyed, but. Despite Put all that. Put away the thesaurus. <laughs> Wait, City didn't get... Dis- 
Oh, I got the I got the they got the wrong team. <laughs> Do you mean Bournemouth? Did he won? I meant Bournemouth. Oh shoot, that's kind of a changed everything. Boo! Yeah, okay. You muppet. Hold on, we can edit this. <laughs> no, no, that's staying in. All right, staying in. Yes, I meant Bournemouth, and I said City. So, um, yeah, uh, absolutely shocking results for you two lads this week. So, um, Nick, you got a total of one, two, three, four, five, six games where you scored zero points. Null point. Oof. Um, and if you thought that was bad, Tom, I think, had seven. So, um, so, yeah, total points for Nick this week. Well, you scored a point for Fulham and, and um, United for getting... I got the result The right. result right. Yeah. And you scored a point for Brentford and a point for City. And you got two points for Crystal Palace and Burnley. But other than that, nothing. So for a total of five. Wow. Uh, Tom, you also scored five points. Um, I did close the gap considerably this week on Nick and created some considerable distance between Tom and myself. I so um, so 11 points Ooh, I got with a, wow, with a correct result for Fulham's. Jump. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that leaves me trailing uh, Nick by 11 and um, leading Tom by 7. So Nick, 130 points. Neil, 119 points. Tom, 112 points. You know what my version of having too many games in my schedule is? Doing this agenda every week. I can't focus on on d- putting the right predictions in. And if you did that, you'd be still in first place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm a perfectionist. What can I say, Neil? Thank you very much for the update. Um, I'd really like for us to next season be able to get listeners involved in this too. That that might be fun. We'll, we'll maybe we'll. we'll I, I have a spreadsheet where I can keep track of the results, Nick. Oh, nerd! Thank you, nerd. I mean, Neil. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's do our predictions for this week then. Um, let's lead it off with Wolves and Spurs. Nerd, I mean, Neil. Uh, that will be Spurs 1, Wolves 0. Okay. okay. Wolves 0, Spurs 2. Wolves 1, 2, Spurs. <laughs> Spurs 2, you have to get it right. United and Luton. Someone take it. 2-0 uh, United. 2-1 United. I have 2-0 United. As much as it hurts me to say. Arsenal and Burnley, Neil. 4-1, Arsenal. Oh, wow. Tom, what do you got? 3-0, Arsenal. I also have 3-0, Arsenal. Palace and Everton. This one's going to have a lot of goals. 1-0, Everton. (laughs) (laughs) 1-1. I have (laughs) 2-1. And I think that's way over-expected. 2-1 to Palace? 2-1 to Palace, yeah. Although, uh, yeah. What did you have there, Tom? Uh, 1-0 Everton. How about Bournemouth? So we got three different results there. Palace win, uh, Everton win, and a draw. Oh, one of each. How about uh, Bournemouth and Newcastle? 2-0 Newcastle. I also have 2-0 Newcastle. And I also have 2-0 Newcastle, so guarantee, listen, that will not be the score. No, Bournemouth's going to upset Newcastle. You heard it here first, folks. How about Villa and Fulham? 2-0 Villa. 2-1 Villa. 3-1 Villa. Brighton Sheffield. 2 0 Brighton. I have 2 0 Brighton. 2 1 Brighton. West Ham and Forest. 2 1 West Ham. Forest 1 0. Ooh. Forest 2 1. 
Oh, yeah. I'm against the grain there, huh? What was yours again? 2-1 to West Ham. What about Liverpool and Brentford? Here's the big one, guys. Oh, you know what? Let's do Chelsea and City first. <laughs> you looked at me. <laughs> Chelsea 1, City 2. Ooh. Chelsea 2, City 3. I have Chelsea 1, City 4. Chelsea 1, City 4? Yes. Chelsea are shit. City's good. What are you going to do? All right, here it is. Liverpool, Brentford, and tell me why. Ain't nothing but a heartbreak. Do you have Liverpool losing? Oh. <laughs> Neil, got, Neil got that. Uh, I did too. Uh, There's not enough whiskey in the world for me to it? sing that. Which, 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 which of the boy bands was it? Was it NSYNC? It was NSYNC. Or, that was NSYNC. What was it? Uh, if it's not in sync, call or write into P.O. Box. We don't care. At <laughs> don't tell me. CT. I don't actually want to know. I didn't even say the other one's name. Um, All right, what result have you got, Tom, yeah. and why? 3-1 Brentford. No, 3-1 Liverpool. <laughs> why? I think we need a bounce back, and I, we'll come out. Yeah, we'll probably concede one, but I think we'll get a bounce back. I agree. Back on track to win the title. I also have 3-1 to Liverpool. And I think a good portion of that game, it's going to be 1-1. And then Liverpool are going to kind of have a mini avalanche and end up banging two in in the final quarter of the game. And I think it's going to be exactly as I said. I think we're going to play off the counter to get the one. They're going to sneak one in. And then they're just going to get worn down by the high press and not be able to defend it. I also have 3-1. I think it's going to be a 2-0 towards early um, and then squeaky bum time when they get a goal and um, then we finally put it to bed with uh, Darwin Nunes coming off the bench to finally hit the target. You think Darwin's coming off oh, the bench? Oh, he hit the target. It'll just bounce off the bar. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not on target. The, the target? target is the fling with the net in it. Uh, yeah, I got that. I was just... <laughs> wow, that is a really, really on fun piece frame of off target. there. <laughs> hey... Who, score, who scores the goals for bonus points that are Harvey all official? Oh, my gosh. Harvey? I've got three goals here. Hold on. Yeah, think about it. You, give us give us a quick thought. Who, I good? have Harvey, Salah, and um, Nunes. Do you even have Harvey in your starting 11? <clears throat> no. Okay. I, I'm thinking it's going to be, I think, Salah, Gakpo, and Zaboslai. Zaboslai, Kanate, Gakpo. Kanate, header. I don't care. Corner. <laughs> <laughs> Just get one. Okay. All right, let's take a quick break and then we'll touch on Toulouse before we close the show. Welcome back, listener. We're getting to the end here. I hope you're not thinking, thank God. (laughs) (laughs) I am. I am too. The I got a long one day tomorrow. or the one with all the arms. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So uh, match later on today, a couple hours, we have a Europa League fixture against Toulouse back to back. What do we have to say? I mean, well, we won 5-1 last time around. Yeah. I say we go there, put three past them, get on the plane and go home and we've qualified for the next round. See you in February, Europa League. I hope so. I'll take a draw. I'm, that's all we need. I think that's all we're going to play for. I could. I, I just don't think we're going to get up for the game. And um, you know, if we win, we win. I don't uh, even know if 
Klopp's going to be care if we lose, to be honest. No, no, we're playing to lose. Oh, stop. With there this, it is. There <laughs> I it is. thought we were going to escape. I know. There it is. So, yeah, I, I, I think we'll get a draw. We're, we're, we're position for position way better than them, even with our B team out. Mm. And But it is a way. They they travel really well. They're just very hostile. Hold on. They travel really well. And they're quite a hostile crowd. I mm-hmm. think they'll be so up for it at home. I could just see us getting stimmied a little bit. It, it will be a European night. It will be loud flares, the works inside that stadium. Yeah, but again, we are playing a team that's in the dro- top. Oh no, in the bottom ten of their league. I get that, but and we're already essentially through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know. I, I, I in fact, we are through with the draw. So yeah, a draw is all we need. Um, I honestly kind of hope they at least score one for their home crowd. I know that's a weird thing to say, but no, I get you. I get they you. They don't see European competition very often. Let's face it. They used it. to. I'm sure they did, yeah. but it, it. Listen, give give, they're, give they're, the home crowd one. Liverpool. They're, they're, I, I'm predicting probably a three-one win. Um, and with the team I'm putting out, I, this isn't even a B team. I mean, any player I have in here that I would put in our starting eleven is literally just in there for a training day more than it is an actual game. Um, so let's do a lineup prediction. Neil, give us your uh, keeper and back four. So I have uh, Adrian in goal. Oh, wow. Whoa. C team. He's not going to be in goal. It's going to no, be Keller. Not, but, yeah. um, you know, I'd like to... Uh, I don't mind giving a third string keeper a, a shot every now and again. 65th minute case. sub. So, yeah. No, <laughs> I, I, I just play him. Um, Gomez at left back. So uh, Kwanzaa, Matip, and then... Simi making way for Chambers at some point. Okay. Do you want me mm-hmm. to keep on going the rest of my lineup? No, no, because okay, mine's pretty one. similar. Okay. I have Kelleher, Gomez at right back, Matip, Kwanzaa, and Chambers starting my yeah, back four. Yeah. Yeah. Gomez. <laughs> I have Quivin starting. <laughs> yeah. Um, Gomez, Matip, Kwanzaa, Simi, though. Okay. Okay. How about uh, your midfield, Tom? Endo. Maka and Jones. Okay. I have Jones starting both games. Okay. Neil, what do you got? I have Elliot, Jones, and Maka, but uh, Jones is only playing 45, and it's only in preparation for his um, game. Return and, to Anfield? Yeah. It's just a making sure, but then uh, Endo's getting most of the minutes there. Yeah, I've got Elliot, Endo, and Jones, kind of the same idea where I have him as a sub for the Brentford game. So I want him to start here, get match. He didn't really miss a lot of playing time because he played in all of these in midweek games. Um, But even still, uh, and then I have Endo at the six and Elliot Our only true number six Endo, and Elliot. I mean, honestly, if he starts against Brentford, I'm not even mad with how he's been playing. Agreed. Um, he's been stellar as a sub. I'm still shaky on him starting. I may need to eat a hat after shouting, don't pass to Darwin at that game. Not Harvey. Oh, that's what I said. Thanks for reminding me. (laughs) I'll never forget. And then I have Salah, Jota, and Diaz. Um, I have Doke, Nunez, and Jota. I knew you were going to put Doke in. Of course. You you got a weird boner for Ben Doke. Mm. I'm not going to go that far. It's his haircut, (laughs) which I'm seeing a lot more players have. Uh, Elias, Darwin, Diaz. Elliot Darwin Diaz, you have up front. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Give Salah a break. Yeah, I, it's just match fitness mm. for for me. Uh, even if he comes on halfway through and they start someone like Doke 
up there. Didn't Harvey three start go- the last Toulouse three game? Go- three goals for Elliot. <laughs> nice. Yeah. European hat trick. He Love just it. passed his driving license. Driving <laughs> test. Yeah, he did. And he scores a hat Is trick. 20? Scores a hat trick on. <laughs> you know, I'd be happy to see in Frauendorf play up front. <laughs> who? Who? Yeah, the... Um, you the, don't even know who that is. Yeah, Frauendorf. Um, under 21 striker. It's a Disney character. It's Frauendorf. You've got me questioning myself now. <laughs> but... um. But yeah, he's, we were talking about a striker, and uh, if we wanted to see a more of a striker, striker, then um, then yeah, I would. Is it Scanlon's the Irish kid that we were talking about in the beginning of the season? Uh, Scanlon, he's over on the on the wing. Oh well, uh, left, left back, back or yeah. also he plays wing as well. I've seen him play the wing on the for the under twenty ones. Well, he'll be a perfect overlapping. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, wing it's, back. It's then. the it's the club way. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's small. That's my only thing is seeing him on the pitch. Yeah. He is a tiny guy. Um, so, I mean, he's young, but what do you got? Frauendorf? Yeah. Malenki or Melkin Mo Frauendorf. James Wait. McConnell. He might get a couple minutes in this game, too. Uh, he I did am, again in the last mm-hmm. Toulouse game. That's I am mistaken, though, because I thought he was now an outstriker, and he's actually listed as a midfielder. I mean, at that age, a lot of times. You know, Germany under-19 under international. Born in Ethiopia. Interesting. That's a weird. Thank you for those two bits. Things. Um, all right, guys. Unless you have something else to say about Toulouse, let's have our closing thoughts. What do you got, Tom? Let's do one over Toulouse. Get into the next round. Get that over and done with. Play our youngsters. Give them some minutes and get one over on Brentford and keep moving forward. In the words of Walt Disney. Okay. Yeah, uh, happy with a draw away at Toulouse. Just uh, get through that game injury-free. You know, squad depth's good, but I want to keep all of these rotational possibilities uh, around while we're fighting for uh, four different fronts. Admittedly, I'd rather be fighting for the Champions League, but um, but these are the fronts we have to fight on, and so no injuries, and let's keep uh, let's keep having these difficult selection options. So uh, um, as for Brentford. Uh, I think I covered it last episode, but I uh, I just want to see us get a good home win against Brentford and um, exploit all that space and the home crowd advantage. Love it. Um, yeah, I'm actually, as a big football nerd, I love being able to watch these young kids come out and, and play. It's, you know, we're watching kind of the future of the club. Hopefully, at least a few of these players in 10 years' time, we're going to be talking about them the way we talk about, you know, Nunez and Sala and all these players that we love now. Um, so I, I really like these Europa and I, I feel more invested and that's probably because we do this show that it's almost an obligation, but I've found kind of a new thing about a sport I love to love that much more. So uh, I actually look forward to Europa League and Caribou Cup and then FA Cup is coming up too. So that's pretty cool. And Brentford, I, I really hope that the team understand that this is not going to be an easy game. I think Brentford's going to show up to play. I think they're going to play us really, really tough. But like I said earlier, you know, Liverpool so far this season have been really, really good at elevating against their competition. And while we've seen them de-elevate against lower competition, these tough games are usually when we see Liverpool at their best. So uh, that's what we got. Check us out on Instagram at Come On Red Men Podcast. Give us a follow. Give us some likes. You know, all the cool social media stuff. And find us on Facebook when you're done listening to share your thoughts. All right.
Thanks for listening. Chat to you soon.